This is Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Friday edition of the podcast. A lot to get to today as we get you ready for BYU's first road game of the season against Tennessee. I will be traveling to Cincinnati today before making my way to Knoxville. Excited to be covering the game for my radio station. So we're going to get you ready as best we can for this game with today's edition of the podcast. I'll have some personnel news and notes from our practice insider on today's podcast. We'll also hear from Tennessee native, the only Tennessee native on BYU's roster, Joe Critchell, the backup quarterback, a guy who grew up in Franklin, Tennessee. He talks a lot about what Tennessee means to the state and what he expects as BYU heads to Rocky Top this week. And of course, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports. So a packed show, a full show to get to on a Friday. Thanks again for taking the time to join us. We are brought to you today by our good friends at No House Advantage, Vivid Seats, all guard pest control and of course our title sponsor on this here podcast is Deseret First Credit Union. Now, Deseret First Credit Union, of course, shares a faith-based bond with all of its members, but they want to celebrate the unique goals and passions of those individual members. They're asking right now, what is your why? Whatever that why is, have you thought about refinancing your home to save money and help fund your passion project? Rates have stayed extremely low, guys. If you've considered this at all, you should check it out, and DFCU could be the right option for you. Refinancing doesn't have to be hard or even cost you anything. They can help you refinance that mortgage, keep potentially up to hundreds of dollars a month. Put it right back into your pocket, guys. Extra money in your pocket. It's a win-win, in my opinion. The DFCU Mortgage Team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation. Whether it's your first home, your fifth home, you've got investment properties, they will find the right situation, the right loan for you. Give them a call, 801-456-7070, or visit them at dfcu.com to apply in just five minutes or less, guys. It's simple, it's easily, it's painless, and if you could save up to if you could save up to potentially hundreds of dollars a month, why wouldn't you check it out? So check it out. Deseret First Credit Union. You know why. We show how. Membership and eligibility required. OAC. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender. All right, let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for September 6th, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, a resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And thanks again for taking the time to download this podcast on a Friday or even if it's Saturday as you're getting ready for BYU and Tennessee to square off. Thanks again for joining us. A lot to get to on today's edition of the show. Of course, I will be traveling to Cincinnati before making my way to Knoxville today. If you're on a flight to Cincinnati this morning on Delta, come say hi. I'll be on that flight. Should be a lot of fun, but excited to be covering the game for the Zone Sports Network this weekend. I'm excited just to be in Knoxville and see Neyland Stadium. It's one of the, I like to term kind of the big uh, stadiums in college football cathedrals. I know that's probably not necessarily the right term for it, but I kind of consider them that. They're landmarks to this sport that I love. It's a sport that I've loved since I was a child, and it's cool to go see a place where guys like Peyton Manning have called home at one point in their football careers. So excited to be covering that game. Now, let's get to business. BYU, of course, in Tennessee square off tomorrow, 7 o'clock Eastern time. That's 5 o'clock Mountain time here along the Wasatch Front on ESPN. Both teams 0-1 coming into this game. BYU comes off of a loss to Utah, 30-12, a pretty disappointing effort in the second half, especially against the Utes. But Tennessee, man, talk about... uh, 
awful, awful result. They lost 38 to 30 to Georgia State, a team that was two and ten in the uh, Sun Belt Conference a year ago. And that 38 to 30 score belies how much of a, actually a dominant win it was for the Panthers. They were up two touchdowns until Tennessee tacked on a touchdown late to make it a more respectable score. I know that some of you would probably argue BYU was in a similar boat because they tacked on a meaningless touchdown it felt like late in that game to make it 30 to 12 in favor of Utah. But all things considered, BYU has an opportunity here to really, I think, reinvigorate the fan base and reinvigorate themselves as a team with a win on the road over Tennessee. And I think it's going to be quite possible for them to do that because I think Tennessee's down in the dumps. We've had Josh Ward on from Locked On Vols. Uh, he, he made it sound like Tennessee could really lose the momentum of their season just two games in if they were to drop this game. And I think BYU's got a big-time advantage in this game with that run game. If that offensive line, the BYU offensive line that I have spent all offseason hyping. I'm not the only one. Guys like Hans Olsen that I work with who played offensive line in the NFL understands offensive line intricacies more than I even do. Thought that BYU's offensive line would be dominant this year. If BYU can run the ball effectively tomorrow, I think they can win this game. We've already talked about that on this week's editions of the podcast, but I think there's a big opportunity for the Cougars here to really do some impressive things on the road. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, Jake, give me some personnel news and notes. Here's what I have heard from our practice insider this week. Moroni Laulu Pututau did not clear the trainer's protocol last week to get on the field against Utah. I am hopeful he's able to play tomorrow. It won't be known until the lineups are announced and he actually gets on the field if he's been cleared and ready to go. I know that Moroni could be a big-time boon to BYU's passing game and the offense as a whole, so I'm hopeful he'll be out there. Isaiah Heron, a guy who uh, suffered a knee injury during the final scrimmage of fall camp, expected to play tomorrow from what I have been told. Of course, that could change. He goes in warm-ups, doesn't feel right. They shut him down. It happens. It happens in sports, pro sports, college sports. It happens everywhere. If you don't feel right, don't push it and re-injure yourself or maybe exacerbate an injury. So I expect that you'll see Isaiah Heron out there if at all possible. I also think you're going to see some changes in the BYU defensive backfield. Uh, You can see guys like Malik Moore, who was originally recruited as a cornerback before making the move to safety and being passed by Hayden Livingston on the depth chart. I could see Malik Moore in some situations actually playing cornerback for BYU this week. We'll see if that actually comes to fruition, but I could see stuff like that, some jostling in the lineup to get the best guys on the field, plain and simple. I know BYU would like to get guys like Chaz Ayu on the field in large doses. Of course, Ayu is currently listed as the backup linebacker behind Zane Anderson at the flash linebacker position. Could BYU maybe go with a five linebacker look at some point to really get him on the field and see what he can do in some of these non-traditional lineups that BYU has used? I'm not going to say it couldn't happen. I'm hopeful that BYU uh, understands that playing Kyrus Tonga is a five technique and a five technique, just to kind of break it down in layman's terms, is they had Kyrus Tonga last week in three-man fronts for BYU playing defensive end. Not the right position for him. He's a nose tackle, a defensive tackle. At the most, he should be a three technique. And if any of you guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the five technique, essentially the five technique on a defensive line for BYU means that Kyrus Tonga was lined up head-on with the offensive tackle. That's not his position of strength. That's not where he should be lined up. He should be either lined up against a guard or a center on the interior of the line. I think BYU learned from that last week and hopefully will change that up. I also think that the Corbin Kafusi defense 
that they had a year ago with Corbin playing that spy role, almost a linebacker role. They put Trajan Peely in that role last week, and it did not go well. I expect that they will go away from that until they can find a proven option that can play that role. I don't think that's on the roster currently, but what I have been told is that they will try and uh, kind of gerrymander or or alter lineups to get the best guys, the best combination of players on the field for any given situation, if at all possible. So expect to see some lineup changes this week. I, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say that they're going to happen. I know they've been experimented with in the last week during practice, but expect to see some guys maybe playing some tr- positions that you haven't seen them in previously for BYU, like a Malik Moore maybe playing some cornerback. The good news is if I, Isaiah Heron is re- healthy and ready to go, BYU's cornerback back depth is significantly better and they could actually afford to take a guy like D'Angelo Mandel who lost his head at moments during the Utah game off the field to help him recollect himself. They couldn't afford that in that game against Utah. A guy like Isaiah Heron finally being healthy would help them do that. So there you go. Some of the personnel news and notes, more of them on the defensive side of the ball in terms of some jostling to get the best players on the field. I'm not going to say it's happening everything that I've heard happening this week, but there is going to be some changes in terms of just getting the best combination of 11 guys on the field, and I think every BYU fan can get behind that. So there you go. Some of my news and notes ahead of this Tennessee game. I'm excited to get out to Knoxville and check things out. All right, we will take a timeout here, come back on the other side, catch up on what's going on with uh, with a quarterback on BYU's roster. I think that some people might be surprised is still there. Joe Critchlow from Franklin, Tennessee, the only Tennessee native on BYU's roster. He has some thoughts on what uh, the Tennessee Volunteers mean to the state of Tennessee, his experiences growing up watching the Volunteers, and he also talks a little bit, a little bit about his role on the BYU football program. A guy who started games as a true freshman, has stayed on the program for the last two years. Has he considered leaving the program? Has he considered transferring? He addresses all of that and more coming up next right here on Locked on Cougars. Before we do that, do need to tell you about one of today's sponsors on the show, and that is our good friends at No House Advantage. They are taking an exciting new spin on daily fantasy sports. Instead of salary cap drafting, No House Advantage is offering daily player prop contests. I love prop contests. I think actually the easiest way to go about sports betting or just trying to win money at all. What it is, is it contains anywhere from 5 to 10 player props, for example, in the college football realm. Would two, will Tua Tangavailoa throw more than two touchdowns in the Alabama Crimson Tide's up, upcoming game? All you do, you simply select the over-under number for each prop and rank each pick based on your confidence of it being correct. You earn points based on those correct picks and compete against other players for cash prizes with no house advantage. It's a pretty easy way to win money, guys. It levels the playing field so you're not playing against all these pros and these other daily fantasy leagues that really seem to scoop up all the money. Check it out, guys. There are contests across college football, NFL, MLB, NBA, college basketball, the PGA Tour, and also even NASCAR events. So it's a fantastic way, whatever sport you specialize in, check out No House Advantage now by downloading it from the App Store. And also use the promo code Locked On to receive two free tokens when you purchase two tokens. That's a $10 value, guys. That's promo code Locked On to receive two free tokens when you purchase two. Certain state limitations may affect your ability to participate in paid contests, but check out No House Advantage, proud partner of Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. 
Cougars, whether you're listening to this while you're flying to Tennessee, you're driving around, whatever it may be, I want to thank you guys for your continued support of the podcast. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on this daily show, all covering BYU. Thanks again for joining us. And when you are at your home or you're driving around and you're just trying to kill some time, tell your smart device, play podcast Locked on Cougars. That way you stay up to date on everything going on in BYU sports news. As our goal with this podcast, my goal with this podcast is to be your one-stop shop for all things BYU sports news. Uh, there was a topic this earlier this week with Bomani Jones, an ESPN personality, saying that the that BYU football and the BYU football program is the biggest, I guess, most visible. Uh, th- how did you determine most visible, I guess, manifestation of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We need to get to that topic at some point. I ran out of time this week, but hoping to get to it next week on the podcast. Had some interesting comments. And Bomani's a guy who's been a pretty vocal critic of BYU in the past regarding the Brandon Davies situation way back when and some other situations. But interesting to hear him give some props to BYU and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for their sponsorship of this football program. Program. And we'll get to that at some point next week, hopefully. But it was an interesting conversation that I wanted to have and play some of that audio for you as well. It was on his podcast, The Right Time, with Bomani Jones. So check that out if you haven't done so already. But wanted to get some, to some audio here. Me and the rest of the media, we usually look at the roster. When BYU plays a team from a certain part of the country, we look at the roster. Okay, what players are from near there? Well, on BYU's roster, there's one guy from Franklin, Tennessee. That would be the redheaded rocket himself, Joe. Critchlow, a guy who has got a great arm. I've said it before on this podcast, he has all of the arm talent in the world. In a different offensive system, he likely is more of a factor in the quarterback race at BYU, but in this system, not necessarily the right fit for him, but he is soldiered on. He loves playing at BYU. It's a program he dreamed of playing for, but as a Franklin, Tennessee native, a guy who grew up in the great state of Tennessee, he understands what the Tennessee Volunteers are all about and what they mean to the people of Tennessee. So we had a chance to catch up with him, talk to him about growing up in Tennessee, watching Tennessee football from afar, and even talk a little bit about his play as a quarterback for BYU. So here you go. Joe Critchlow right here on Locked On Cougars. Uh, Franklin's about three hours from Knoxville. Um, I mean, University of Tennessee is obviously the, the biggest public school in the state. I mean, a lot of people close to me, a lot of my high school friends, they're diehard UT, University of Tennessee fans. And I have a lot of friends still at the university right now. So I'm excited to, to get down there. Did you, were you a fan? Of, were you a big UT fan? I wasn't the biggest UT fan. Uh, my dad is from here in Utah, but I, I grew up going to quite a few University of Tennessee games. I had friends that would be kind enough to invite me out there. It's a great great atmosphere, great environment. It's going to be exciting to go there. What's it like for the fan base there? Because over the last decade, they've had their ups and downs, and I know that they're passionate, obviously, you know, with the, how they fill that stadium, but I imagine there's been some, some tough times that they've been through. I remember there was a time in high school when uh, there was a coaching change and they had there was a lot of excitement around the program and they had 100,000 people show up for their spring game. And that's that's absurd when you, you think about how committed the fan base is, how crazy those people are about football and how much they love the program and they want, want it to succeed. I know that Tennessee's had some tough years, but the fan base is still 
loyal. They're just as frustrated as all of the coaches and the players, and I know that they, they want to succeed just as much as BYU fans want us to succeed. Were you recruited by them at all like in high school? Not very much. Um, I was more recruited by Vanderbilt and some other private schools in the ACC, but not as much with University of Tennessee. So when they were playing Rocky Top, were you humming along? Or? Oh, of course. In the, in the fourth grade, I had to perform Rocky Top at a, in a school play. So I got, I got it memorized. It's our, it's our state song. It's kind of weird listening to it on the field, but it's been a lot of fun this week. With both teams coming off a loss, you got to believe both teams feel a little bit of urgency because of that. The season's only so many games long. Oh, of course. How, how does that impact the game? I I know that some players on this team have mentioned that we're hungry, we're we're anxious and excited to, to prove ourselves after a difficult week last week, and I'm almost positive that University of Tennessee feels the exact same way. Um, we both have a lot to prove. We both want to show out and prove ourselves to our fan base, and I think it'll be a really exciting game this weekend. So you right here. started games, played in games. How are you dealing with where your, your role is on the team now? How's that? How are you handling that? Obviously, I, I'm a competitor. I would love to be out in the field, but I... At this moment, I'll do anything I can to help BYU win, and uh, that's that's all that's on my mind right now. Are you given any thought at, at any point about finding another program at all? Well, of course. I, I think that any competitive athlete wants to do what's best for them, find the best opportunity for them to succeed, but I, I haven't found a different place for me to go yet. <laughs> do you regret coming to BYU? No, not at all. I, I love BYU. I, I met my wife here. I, I'm close to graduating from here it's been a great experience so what's your you married Mitt Romney's granddaughter yes yes I did what's her name uh Allie Allie Romney now Allie Critchlow but it's been a great nine months very successful (laughs) there you go Joe Critchlow and I asked him the question if you considered transferring at any point during your time at BYU because honestly I've wondered if and when he is going to decide he wants to go play elsewhere and he said he has considered he's a competitor he's a guy who wants to play football I completely get that, and I would expect Joe, once he graduates from BYU, I don't know how far away he is from graduation, what he's planning on doing in school, etc., to transfer. I expect him to maybe pursue a graduate transfer, maybe transfer to another program, and hopefully get an opportunity to play. Uh, Of course, there will be people that will always kind of deride the comments from Ed Lamb last year at a Southern Utah event saying that he thought Joe Critchell would be an all-timer at BYU at quarterback. Like I said, Joe Critchell's got plenty of talent. He's got arm talent that can't be denied. He can make throws that other quarterbacks simply can't make, but he just doesn't fit in the current iteration of what BYU's offense is going to be, the quarterbacks they want to run that system. So I give him credit. He soldiered on. He's he's made the best of his situation. Of course, he married one of the Romneys. He married, I believe it's Tag Romney's daughter, Allie. He heard him joke about it's been a great nine months, and good for him. I'm glad he's enjoying his BYU experience. Like I said, he grew up with BYU posters on his wall, dreamed of playing for the Cougars, got that opportunity as a true freshman, probably didn't expect it to be starting games at the end of the 2017 season. He won a couple of games for BYU, but... As it stands, he is currently on the outs in terms of the, on the outside looking in as a quarterback for BYU. But I'm hopeful that at some point, once he graduates, maybe he gets an opportunity to transfer to a new program and get that long-awaited starring role in his mind as a competitor, a guy who wants to play at a high level. And 
I wish him nothing but the best, but also good to hear from him about what Tennessee means to the people in the great state of Tennessee and what the Volunteers football program means as well. And it'll be an interesting game tomorrow night, 5 o'clock Mountain Time on ESPN as BYU looks to pick up their first win of the season and send Tennessee to an 0-2 start. All right, we'll come back on the other side, catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Women's volleyball swept an easy win against LIU last night. We'll recap that for you as well as looking at the other sports that are in action this weekend and where you can catch the Cougars as well. Before we do that though, do need to talk to you about Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online ticket event marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that will last a lifetime, guys. A bunch of people I know that went to see Elton John the other night here at Vivid Smart Home Arena. Vivid Seats can help you see events like that. It doesn't have to be concert events. It can be theater. It can be the sporting events that I prefer. I'm a sports guy, always have been, always will be makes sense because I do this podcast, but Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to enter their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more, all through the Vivid Seats app, guys. You can download the download the app on the App Store or Google Play Store. Fans are automatically enrolled in what they're calling the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program. You get to enjoy credits on all of your purchases as part of Vivid Seats Rewards. You can earn up to 10% to 16% back on all of your purchases through the app for this month, guys. It's a fantastic way to get some credit back to use on future events on events you're already going to. So go download download the Vivid Seats app, get enrolled in that rewards loyalty program, and of course all Vivid Seats orders are backed up by 100% guarantee. And that's not just it. You also need to enter the promo code KICKOFF at checkout on your first order to receive a discount of, to, of up to $100. You heard me. $100, $100 on an upcoming event. Go download the Vivid Seats app, check it out. They are proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network and a proud partner of Locked On Cougars. All right, guys, we'll get back to Locked On Cougars here in just a minute, wrapping things up on a Friday edition of the show. But before we do that, though, do you need to talk to you about one of our longtime sponsors on the show, and that is All Guard Pest Control. Seth and his team are big-time BYU fans, but they also are the best of the best when it comes to pest control issues in Utah. They're based right there in Utah County, but they can service anybody up and down the Wasatch Front. They'll make sure you are taken care of. They don't believe in door-to-door salesmen. You're never going to have these guys knock on your door and say, hey, you want us to spray for your bugs? No, they're not going to do that. That's what they don't believe in that. But they do believe in making sure that the customer is taken care of and that loyalty will bring them back to bring all guard pest control around more often. They offer two different types of services. They have a quarterly pest control program, which is awesome for people who don't ever want to see a pest and have that peace of mind knowing that no creepy crawly thing is ever going to show up in their home. My wife is one of those people. They also have one-time services, so you don't need to sign a long-term contract for just a one-time treatment. You have something you need to take care of one time. They'll come out, take care of it. They're not going to sign you to a contract that requires you to have them come out four or five more times. They'll do it the one time, then they'll leave you alone. They're a fantastic company. They use the safest products in the industry, so you know they're going to be safe around your kids and your pets. You don't have to have worry about that at all. And also, by the way, the online reviews for this company are absolutely spectacular. You don't have to take my word for it. Go look it up. Google, Yelp, whatever you want to look at, their online reviews are fantastic. Seth and his team at All Guard Pest Control are the best of the best. Give them a call, 801-851-1812. You can check them out online at allguardpestcontrols.com. Once again, their phone number, 801-851-1812, or go to allguardpestcontrols.com. That's All Guard Pest Controls, proud partner of Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. 
right, guys, as we close out today's edition of the podcast, I forgot to do this on social media yesterday, but I'm going to throw it out now. I'll also throw it out on social media, but send in your score predictions for this week's Tennessee game for BYU football. I'll give you my prediction here in just a minute, but I want you guys to weigh in. Some of you had some great predictions last week. Of course, it didn't go the way that BYU fans wanted it to go, but if you do have a score prediction for BYU and Tennessee, please send it in. You can follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Locked on Cougars. Check us out there. You can check my Twitter feed out at Jacob C. Hatch, or if you'd just like to drop drop the show a note via email, email us, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. All right, let's run down all the other sports in action, then we'll get to my score prediction for BYU and Tennessee here in a minute. Last night, BYU opened up the doTERRA Classic at the Smith Fieldhouse with a dominant 3-0 sweep of LIU. That's Long Island University. Uh, BYU will be back in action today as they take on Sam Houston State at 7 o'clock Mountain Time at the Smith Fieldhouse. LIU and Sam Houston State will also square off tomorrow on Saturday, and then BYU will wrap things up with a final match in the doTERRA Classic against in-state rival Weber State at 7 o'clock on Saturday. So two big opportunities to support the women's volleyball team. Have the Smith Fieldhouse rocking. If you want to watch some volleyball action tonight, BYU's had a very good season to this point. A disappointing loss, understandably, to Marquette last week, but the BYU women's volleyball team is among the best in the country for a reason. They do a great job with that. Other action this weekend, BYU Women's Soccer. They are in action tonight at Southfield as they host their rival Utah in the Deseret First Duel match at Southfield at 7 o'clock Mountain Time tonight. That'll be televised on BYU TV. The BYU Sports Network will also have radio coverage of it. I do believe that Jason Shepard will be on the call for this game. Uh, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan also in the mix, I believe, as well, just on the radio and TV side of calls for this game. But an exciting opportunity to support the women's soccer program in a big match tonight. I would expect that BYU is favored. I know Jennifer Rockwood has won a lot of matches against Utah over her lengthy and legendary career for BYU. I don't expect anything less from BYU as they try and get things figured out against the Utes tomorrow. Uh, sorry, tonight at Southfield. And of course, the final game on the schedule is the big one. BYU in Tennessee in Knoxville, Tennessee at Neyland Stadium. Game will be televised on ESPN. The radio call will be on the BYU's Sports Network, Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, and Mitch Jurgens all on the call for you on that. Uh, I believe the ESPN crew is actually Dave Pash and company, so that should be a fantastic broadcast in its own right. But at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 o'clock Mountain Time, pregame begins two hours before that at 3 o'clock Mountain Time on the BYU Sports Network. A big opportunity to catch that. Of course, if you want some alternative pregame and postgame coverage, check out the BYU pre- and postgame show, the Cougar pre- and postgame show, right here on the Zone Sports Network, the station I work for. Hans Olsen and Will Snowden, two former BYU players, do an incredible job breaking down the game. They've got inside information you can't find anywhere else, so check that out on 97.5 FM and 1280 AM up and down your radio dial. All right, now you're probably waiting with bated breath probably not really, but for my prediction again for BYU and Tennessee. Tennessee remains about a three-point favorite by most of the sports books in this game. That makes it a virtual pick em. Uh, Most sports books will give a three-point bump to the home team in these type of games, but my prediction is BYU does go on the road and win this game. It would be absolutely devastating and I will crush BYU for this if they go out there and lay an egg. This is a game that is ripe for the taking. So is next week, I feel like, against uh, USC because you got a big opportunity here to, to tack two pelts on the wall of two name programs. 
don't get me wrong, they're down right now. Tennessee hasn't been good in 20 years, it feels like. USC, well, they just lost their quarterback. But you have to go take care of business against the Volunteers. Give me BYU 27, Tennessee 21. A six-point win for BYU, a road win. They're flying back from Rocky Tops, probably singing Rocky Tops, celebrating the win. Last year at Wisconsin, they were doing jump around in the middle of the game with that third quarter jump around song they do at uh, Camp Randall. Well, guess what? Go to Rocky Top, sing Rocky Top on your way home as you celebrate a win over Tennessee. So give me BYU 27, the Tennessee Volunteers 21. There you go. That's my prediction. Let me know what your predictions are. And of course, we'll catch you back here on Monday. Maybe have a short recap as well. I'll see if I can do something from the road. Get your recap of the game live from Neyland Stadium. We'll see what we can do in that regard as well. But if not, we'll be back on Monday getting you ready for USC and also looking back at the Tennessee game as well. Enjoy whatever's left of your weekend. Enjoy your Friday, Saturday, whenever you hear this. And thanks again for supporting the show. Please check out all of our great sponsors, No House Advantage, Vivid Seats, our title sponsor on this podcast, Deseret First Credit Union, as well as All Guard Pest Control. Thank them for their continued patronage of this podcast. We'll catch you soon. This has been Locked on Cougars for September 6th, 2019.